I had eight hours sleep in a very few days. <laughs> it's okay. It's understandable. Um, yeah, I think I slept like five hours. Uh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> uh, welcome to the first episode of Why Dawson. I'm Saba. And I'm Paige. And today we're talking to Benny Allen. So, you said it right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so our first question for you, and let me know if you need me to extrapolate on this, but why Dawson? Uh, pretty specifically, um, so I grew up in PEI and like grew up without very much money at all. And when my dad would ever go on vacation, which would be every like five years, uh, he would visit his brother. Now I have like 45 or 46 blood aunts and uncles between my mom and my dad, like huge, huge family. And all of them, except for like two, settled on PEI. And one of them moved to Whitehorse in the 70s. So my dad would always go there. And growing up, the only ornaments or anything in the house uh, were just Whitehorse and Yukon and Dawson. So it was always like built up as this kind of mythical place. And of course, him, he would always be bringing back like the literature from here. So it was just like, you know, a young person's imagination. And then I went to Mount Allison in Sackville, New Brunswick, which... I love so much, and there's a lot of um, they're like buddy towns. Yeah. There's a few. I know ten years or a little. I think a little after I graduated, there was a DCMF like their festival is called Sappy Fest, and mm, some nice. sort of like <laughs> some sort of transmigration kind of thing. So I went to Mount A, and like the fine arts department there, people were just like losing their minds over. Dawson City and just people were just saying eventually you know go there eventually eventually and then I just lived my 20s and just went everywhere and then an opportunity came up like five years ago with the person I was with at the time she just finished schooling I I had a summer open I was just like let's go to Dawson and visit to see what it's like mm -hmm. so I got an art show lined up for the were you here for Arts Fest this year, or was that too early? It, it's it the end too. of August. Mm. Oh, we probably, like, we just missed it, I guess. Yeah. yeah sure. <laughs> so that's the, it's really, it's fun. It was really super fun this year, but it's the summer art festival. So I came here, and I had just uh, released, or finished, I designed a deck of tarot cards. So I came here and did tarot readings all weekend oh with... All these people in Dawson, which is an incredible way it, to move to a town. So yeah. just like talking to people one on one, very intensely for like a half hour to every person I met. It's like holy crap, this is crazy. I love this place, and just yeah, fell in love with it right away. Uh, yeah, and, and just finding, I guess, with a lot of people, there's just magic little synchronicities, uh, things that happen. That are surprising at the start, but then you know you stay here for a few years and a few years, and it just seems to build on itself. Um, like I'm doing things now that I never thought I would be doing four years ago. Yeah, and I'm old, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I mean that leads us perfectly into our next question. I mean, mm -hmm. you said why well, you got a plane ticket here, but yeah. Uh, I mean, you moved here five years ago. Have yeah. you stayed here the whole time, or...? Uh, no. No. 
Mm, usually, I- usually I, I go home for the holidays. So I live, I love my life in Dallas very much, and especially so on the whole, because usually I leave for a month in the winter and go <laughs> to Prince Edward Island uh, around January or you know the holidays. Uh, it's just a great time to reset. Um, yeah, and then come back. I found that a lot of people who live here year-round for years and years and years are people that leave. Mm-hmm. Just get out for a little bit. I mean, that's pretty common sense. Mm-hmm. Um, or somewhere very warm. Like last year, or the year before the pandemic, uh, just went to PEI. And then a lot of people in Dawson go to the Oaxaca province of Mexico, which has great food, and it's spelled O-A-X-A-C-A, Oaxaca, but it's pronounced Oaxaca, and I am trying to work on a poem that is something about, like, the best Dawson winner is hockey, and then Oaxaca, (laughs) and then come back for more hockey. So that's the great thing about this winter, is that staying here all winter is just, like, I've been able to focus completely... On artwork, I, I have a mm-hmm. seasonal job, as a lot of people here do. Yeah. Work for parks in the summer. Um, so it's afforded that, and I haven't missed one hockey game. Yeah. Wow. Team. Yeah. So. Smells for that. Uh, yeah. yeah. That's dedication. Go Ice Queens. <laughs> oh, damn right. Ice Queens is one of my favorite things about this whole town. Yeah. I love it. Um, so our next question, um, is how is creating art here in Dawson different from any other place that you've lived, if it is different? Mm-hmm. Um, right. um, well, for me, I, I, I tend to kind of always hang out with, uh, like touring musicians around the East Coast, like in my... Uh, what would have been like the beginnings of my art career, and I that informed how I was making work in a really specific way. Like, um, like I didn't, I just wasn't part of an art world anywhere that I moved to because I didn't seek seek it out. I just assumed that it was not what I want, what I wanted. I think, um, and so most of my creative energy was spent. Um, like touring with musicians and the biggest regret of my entire life I beg you not to do this is I started live painting with a band (laughs) and what a stupid thing I did it for like a couple years like this it was supposed to be this um, mutual inspiring thing but it it destroyed my painting for like six years I swear so like most of the time when I'm making a painting, like, make one tiny, like, a, a few strokes, let it breathe, you know. Uh, usually I work on, like, ten things at once, too, so just, like, bit by bit, mm-hmm. go to the next thing and keep going. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> freaking putting a canvas on a stage or usually this very, you know, timely, contemplative, enjoyable task is all of a sudden I was like, how is this going to look entertaining? It's mm-hmm. not. How is painting going to look at it? It's not entertaining to watch. What are you doing on <laughs> there? And then just like going to way too many festivals and paintings. So all my work got really busy and colorful 
which I know you asked me about white background somewhere, but we'll get back to that. Um, (laughs) Right. So yeah, creating art. So that was pretty much the extent of my, like I went to art school and everything, but as soon as undergrad finished, I, I moved to Halifax and started hanging out with a bunch of people who played music all the time. And art was like tangential to that. Like obviously the, the world's coexist in, in any decent sized mm-hmm. city. Um, but like I, I would, like I didn't write my first grant proposal until I was like 27 or something. Mm-hmm. And which whatever, but you know, I had the, the tools to do that right out of school. And I just, I, I didn't, I just wanted mm-hmm. to, um, well, I think I just listened to like way too much Stomp and Tom and Punk Rock at the same time. <laughs> And I'm just like, no, man, like, every piece of artwork, get it, okay? Right. Every piece of artwork you make is going to fit into this suitcase, which is another thing I did for, like, three years, just so I could hit hitchhike around, uh, with artwork. So that was, like, the limitation to just, like, always make work that would fit in this suitcase. Okay. Um, I don't know where that is now. Uh-oh. Oh, it's... it's it's these wouldn't have fit in it for sure (laughs) uh (laughs) um right but to that okay creating art in Dawson uh I never collaborated with other artists anywhere else I lived Mm -hmm. like I was kind of like the token visual artist Mm -hmm. in a group Mm -hmm. um but since I moved here and I was always very nervous about collaborating too one because um if it was something that I wasn't uh, technically versatile at, I would be very self-conscious. And if it was something I was technically versatile at, then whatever anybody else was doing was just boring or something. Mm. Uh, I don't know. But since moving here, like, collaboration is just so much a part of the town. Um, like, so much more than art. Like, it's it's just a collaborative town. Like, mm-hmm. um, like my first winter here... No, I'm not going to. You'll just, you know, I don't know how many experience you've had, but, um, for example, yesterday uh, I was driving to the the dump. My friend Justin, uh, red Toyota truck on the side of the road. Uh, um, this is a terrible example. <laughs> We're going to roll. I'm going to say that, um, yeah, I started collaborating here because... Um, collaboration and inclusion was very gently presented to me as community collaboration. Mm-hmm. So uh, we need somebody to open the doors for the ice queens tonight on the bench because their coach isn't going to make it. Will you do it? Yeah, yeah sure. Uh, Etc. Like it, it, mm-hmm. it's 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 a really easy place to just jump into any anything that you want, mm-hmm. and I also find it the most um, forgiving group of people that I've ever lived in a town with. Yeah. It's like the last place I lived before I came here was Fredericton. And I was like, in Fredericton, it was like I had everybody, like in Dawson, like my friends that I do this with or my um, whatever, whatever part of your life. Right. But in Fredericton, it was like, 
all of this great stuff of Dawson, but diluted with so many shitbags. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it's like, this is just, has um, just sifted everything out that me and people that love this place don't yearn for. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> being in Dawson, I guess, like, it's very... Like, you're aware of the land, you know? There's, you look out your window and you see mountains. Yeah, 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 totally. Um, so do you find your work gravitates towards being, like, about the land, or at least, like, created by using the land? Yeah, I really like this question. Um, because I haven't thought about this before. Um, but... So, saying I spent my 20s live painting with the band, don't do it, and... Uh, Noted. Um... And I was going to like a lot of festivals and live painting these huge things that again was supposed to be entertaining. So they were like just needlessly complicated and colorful and, and overworked. And then I took like a year, some time off, came to Dawson, spent about a year here and then got my, my first ever off grid setup in West Dawson. I'd never like, I didn't know how to start a chainsaw, right? nothing. Uh, and then I was just, ready to start making work again. And I just, uh, everything became very sparse and uh, pretty simple. Like I was doing painting, which always had uh, usually text in them, um, but then I just whittled away for one series um, that I just had text paintings. Mm -hmm. And the starkness and like the simplicity of that was very much informed by the land. Like, I just... <clears throat> and another thing about Das is, like, I, I feel a general ease here compared to... Even if I go back home to BEI, like, I, as soon as I'm there... I, or anywhere. Actually, that's a terrible example because going home can be very stressful. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, I just feel a general ease here, a general um, ability to, you know, take deep breaths and slow down and not overthink things. And I just thought... It, the... The spurs. So that right. That's the other thing too. The land here, while magnificent, it's not the Canadian Shield in Ontario. Mm -hmm. Those maple trees in the fall, or that you know those Dude, those crags. Uh, it's not PEI with the the sandstone or BC with these huge mountains. It's a very specific like like sparse uh, grandeur yeah. with just these tiny little spruce trees and like kind of mountains, but more so hills. Yeah. Everything's just so vast and wide open and sparse, and I. Yeah, that affected me pretty right away with, with 2D stuff. Um, and then this stuff too. This is like my first real foray into sculpture. Um, but this is obviously like informed by the land because this is all garbage from the dust. Um, and, you know, twigs <laughs> from over there. Oh, um, I would like to add for people that aren't here, um, we're in Benny's studio and we're talking the other stuff are like sculptures. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're yeah, assemblages with a lot of stuff from the Quigley landfill, that's our beloved dump. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> various walking trails. I got another Christmas tree at the dump today. That's three. Huh? I haven't seen if the uh, lights work, but I'm gonna oh, take yeah. the first spin. Got berries on it. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All decked out. 
A fake Christmas tree. <laughs> Imagine <laughs> it was real. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, so you kind of talked a bit about community here. Um, has the community at all and working with other people changed your work or inspired you to do different stuff? And the good and bad in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Um, so this is another, another example of kind of uh, just being thrown into things mm -hmm. um, accidentally. Um, and these happen all the time. So I'll just give a few examples. Like Ice Queens last winter had a fundraiser at Gertie's and Aubin is on the team. And it's uh, like, we should make something for the fundraiser. But she had like, I don't know, a bunch of stuff to do those two days. Yeah. So I don't make something for this fundraiser. So I just made a, uh, like a hockey net, but with, with hanging uh, pop cans that I painted white and then this flap. So it just looked like a huge mouth with targets uh, <laughs> and people shot at it for the fundraiser. And, but that's a sculpture, like this really cool big thing that I never would have made if, unless Aubin's hockey team wasn't doing a really weird fundraiser and they needed a huge mouth. Um, or, mm -hmm. um, my league two weeks ago had our fake season awards and, um, somebody just said, well, it'd be cool if, if we had little awards. So I just made like 20 little wooden awards, like with, just with text that said, said it. Um, and so now I think I might do a whole series of little awards, like fake mm -hmm. awards. So just things like that, like you get invited to do something or, um, or somebody's like, there's a, there's a step dancing class. Like, have you ever done that? Oh. Um, there's just ample opportunity to test things out that you never normally would have and, and stumble upon something that you like. Yeah. And yeah, very community driven. Here's a point that I would like to make, but no, it's very community driven and supportive, but it's not, um, non-critical so i can't believe i keep coming back to this and i should just use a code word um <laughs> but whenever i was live painting uh, <laughs> no and this like quite you know going to <laughs> these like painting and music festivals all the time um also very supportive communities picture like i don't know hippie music festivals yeah and you know people were like painting swirls <laughs> <laughs> you know, somebody with besides like, and so like in in that in that atmosphere, it's like if if everybody says everything is good, then it doesn't matter if anybody says anything. Mm -hmm. So I don't care what you say because you just said with no re good reason that this was a nice thing. Um, Right. So, just like overly supportive. Like, oh, that is so nice. I can't believe you're so talented. You know, people. <laughs> yeah. But then here, it's it's supportive. People are just, I think it's, the fact is that a lot of people who live here uh, have art training or art appreciation mm -hmm. or in some form or another, like storytelling or music or drama. Even, 
even the the rednecks around here are, are well read. <laughs> they are. Right? <laughs> so surprisingly, it's it's wonderful. That's my oh yeah. That's one of my favorite things about here as well is like the. I forget who said this. I don't. I didn't say this, and I don't know if it's exact. But just having the kind of like roughly a quarter of the population uh, being fairly liberal and like goofily minded, yeah. and then like a quarter of the population being like outrageous, like feral bush people. <laughs> um, having like a third or a quarter of the population be a very prominent and um, uh, what's the word? I don't know the right word. It's not integrated. Uh, a prominent First Nation as, as, as like a huge member or a huge portion of the community. And then I forget what the other quarter was. But it's just interesting enough with these like conservative types and these, these liberal types, which is also why Sackville is very interesting. Because um, it's very similar to Dawson in right. a lot of ways. And one of them is this, it's like a blue-collar town industry. To, to, uh, historically, they had a foundry. Here's gold mining, obviously. Um, with a liberal arts college, Mount Allison, thrown into the mix. So all of a sudden, you have these, you know, <laughs> young, bright people coming to town that are, you know, in the prime of their learning years. And these industrial, or these, these rednecks are just like, <laughs> but in Dawson, the the relationship is incredible. Yeah. In Sackville, it's not. And that's something that's... I think it might have to do with the pit. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know. Um, I've worked there for a few years. The pit's I a just, bar. The pit's a bar. <laughs> the pit is a bar, for sure. Um, but there's something very unique about it for its clientele. Uh, like, like, yeah, like the, what's Sandy Silver? Premier. The Premier is sitting right beside, uh, whatever. It's, yeah. it's, it's great like that. And it's not just, um, uh, oh, what's the word? Fake, fakely like that. Like people genuinely talk to each other, uh, and, you know, make plans for little projects at the pit in the winter. Yeah. And it's, it's a little less apparent this year, but like my first winter up here, there was there were times when that was the only place to go anywhere out for anything in town because there's there's like a spell where the downtown would close for two weeks, the Eldo would close for two weeks, the Mammoth wasn't open, mm. the Bonton wasn't open. So literally the only place to get anything, a cup of coffee, bag of chips, so you go there in the middle of January, and you knew that if anybody was out, um, be there. yeah, like not, yeah. you know, outside, they would be there if they were just having a cup of coffee or whatever. Um, and I've never been to another place like that in my entire life. It's pretty, it's pretty cool. God, it's cold. <laughs> That's not right. Yeah, um, I'm not looking for. Oh, I work. I work every Sunday right now, but. Uh, which is a shame because I'm supposed to be promoting it after I speak with you two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, go to Thoughty Gras. Actually, there's some pretty fun, I don't know how uh, freaked out you are by public places like that right now, 
Um, but a few of the events are outside, and I would suggest just for the um, uh, ambience of it all, there's a road hockey tournament out front on 3rd Avenue. They, we shut that whole part off, uh, and it's, it's outrageous. The cops just don't care about anything. <laughs> so there's, like, huge, huge, like, six-foot-five people that have been drinking all day <laughs> playing road hockey, like, with full checking. I remember my first body grab going, and I am a small man. And, like, just, like, it was just like, ah, oh, road hockey, first winter up here, and I love this place. <laughs> and then, like, the ball goes close to the pit, the actual building, and I'm running, and I don't know if you know Paul Robitaille? Oh, yeah. Not him, but somebody just his size, oh. since has become a great friend of mine, just like, like, throws me into the pit. It's like, <laughs> holy crap, that is crazy. Um, so it's, it's pretty, it's pretty rambunctious, but it's just, it's just a spectacle. Like there's, there's the people playing and then there's, there's like, you know, maybe a hundred people around there inside just like mm-hmm. drinking without a care. Yeah. It's very strange. And then there's a chili cook-off on Sunday mm. and a hat toss Ooh. on Saturday at 1 p.m. There's a big bowl on the wall mm. in the tavern. And then there's an outdoor tricycle race, which usually happens indoors. That's so good. See, we heard about baseball and snowshoes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Be a part of that. That's something. What? <laughs> Has anybody explained it to you? No. Okay, what do you think it is? Bit. Is it- like soccer, baseball, Aubin yeah. wants us to play. It's really fun. <laughs> At first, I thought maybe you were hitting the ball. That's, with what, the that's snow what I shoot. thought too. I was like, yeah, that sounds great. <laughs> no, it's like tennis. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, but it's really fun. It's it's a it's a magical sport, an instant um, uh, playing field leveler. Yeah. It's like yes. something you can play with people that are like really good athletes that annoy you all the time. Emma. Like, yeah, totally. this would be great to play with Emma. Uh, because there's a very small margin of being, I mean, anything. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't put it past her. No, she would, she yeah. would find a way to literally be the best. Yeah. <laughs> she would. Oh my gosh. Okay, well, next question. You touched on this lightly, but uh, language in your work. Yeah. Have you always used language? And now... I mean, we know your language and being, like, silly and, you know, fun, but mm-hmm. with a punch. Um, yeah, I started using text pretty early. Or no, I shouldn't say that. I started very, um, like, in every opportunity I had, making the title very apparent. So that would either be, like, writing the title in the, in the bottom corner and then signing my name on the other side for drawings. It was just, like, became really important that the words were, like, the title was known. Um, I think that was originally just, like, a reaction to, um, like, the East Coast of Canada was huge into, for people at, like, undergrad age, like at NASCAD as well, were just, everybody was very annoyingly into, um really really glamorous yeah like glamorous minimalism like 
know, like like having an, an opening where there's just mirrors on the floor and then something that looks like a huge line of cocaine. You know, it's like party, yeah. like party minimalism. <laughs> and that's all everybody was doing. So it was just like, I really like titles. Like, <laughs> and I like stories. And I listen to songs with words in them. Um, and I just related like um, words to, to lyrics or, or to, to actual, to stories. And, um, and I just, I've always been really into storytelling, like, since I, since I was like a, a really a, a youngin, been writing stories and uh, yeah, so I think yeah, it's it probably like my second year of undergrad that I started um, purposely titling things, and then like a few years later started adding text to the actual paintings, and then assembling, and then uh, yeah, two years ago I did I did a body of work that was just text, um, and now I'm. I'm back to full integration, but I do like, and I hate stuff that I do without text. I did like I've done a few projects just to see, um, and I hate it. I hate, I hate it. It's like that could be anything, which <laughs> like I don't want them to think that that was my idea. That's that's dumb. Like I so very much like I really like honing. In on the like on the on this really magic perfect little moment, and text being used in a way that just is is um, not not a punchline but just another part of the the little scene that you're trying to figure out. Uh, so yeah, it's taken it's taken a back a back role, but a more more integral. Like maybe like seven years ago. Every every like skate sculpture like that could have just had something that said, uh, um, "Holy jumpins! Are those birds ever ugly looking?" Um, <laughs> which isn't that far from where I'm at right now. Uh, but there's just like I'm. I really don't. I think it's important to be aware of relying on cheap tricks if that's like humor or if it's um i don't know just using the same trick that you you learned for something yeah. over and over is is not good and also i've been finding maybe that like i, I enjoy like much more subtle humor i guess mm -hmm. and and text that like is not immediately uh humorous i guess right away mm. That's what I meant, like, yeah. like, punch of, like, oh, it's, like, silly, punch. but... totally. Yeah. But, like, like, that's, like, as the, um... Yeah. Ah. Yeah, it's, like, yeah, yeah, this yeah. is funny. I'm not sure why yet, but I'm gonna get to it. Yeah, 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 yeah totally. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is for me now, too. And, and in creating something like this, so the way that these things work, like, installation-wise, is, like, kind of going through a thing... And like in a novel, you know, characters or objects are, are introduced and maybe it's foreshadowing. You know, they're talking about this cluster of cherries on page 20 when no one, when it hasn't been talked about before, I bet those are going to come back kind of thing. And so like for the show, the, the kayak thing, there's, you know, just reference points here and there that 
the goal is to like become be be familiar with something kind of before you get to the thing. So this isn't what what is happening. But for example, like uh, if I really wanted people to look at, um, uh, I don't know the just that's that skate because there's no something specific. Uh, uh, this mirror on that, mm -hmm. like maybe two sculptures before, because every you have to do galleries in order now. Uh, maybe two pieces before, I would just like you know write something about. Uh, um, well, I, I I never woke up so early as when with a uh, uh, mirror tra trailed. <laughs> uh, anyway, you know what I mean? Yeah, just yeah. having foreshadowing and self-referential, -ref just like pretty much how, how a book works, or like, yeah. like a, a thicker story that has... Thicker story. Yeah. Well, you know, like yeah, yeah. movies movie, yeah. Movies have all, all these elements as well, it's just like, it can be hard, hard to see, it's hard for me to see yeah, it kind of uh, feels like comedy writing too. I, I watched a YouTube oh. video on Jerry Seinfeld writing a joke about Pop Tarts and he talked about like the foreshadowing really? and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, set up. Has um, he been Pop Tart? No, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, totally. It's, it's, um, that does everything. Like you could be yeah. presented a, uh, this. Yeah. Okay. Did you have Punch Buggy Yellow as children? Mm -hmm. Okay. Great. Um, so, okay, just wait, I have to, okay. the example of this was going to be foreshadowing, right? Yeah. Yeah. Seinfeld. Okay. Oh, I lost my train of thought. Okay. Fun fact about this, though. She's Not, holding, he's holding sorry. a little car. What's that? I'm holding a little car. <laughs> uh, and it's yellow, and it's made to look like a Volkswagen Beetle, but it's actually a French car. So it's not a punch buggy yellow, but I'm working on this for Friday, uh, <laughs> kind of in a frame. So a lot of these are like uh, imagined possible objects or, or of fame. Right. Mm -hmm. And this is going to be a toy that was going to be like on the market. Uh, and it was going to be called something like, uh, um, sure, sure to be a real hit with... Um, Sure to be a real hit for young sadists, which I think is people who enjoy when other people have pain. Yeah. Because if you carry this around all the time, um, and you were in a bad mood, and you didn't, and you wanted to punch somebody, you could just look at them and be like, "Hey," <laughs> and then punch and then that. punch them. So you could just have the best day if you were. <laughs> um, oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> would love that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, and that didn't answer your question at all. I don't even know what the question was, whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, wanna, yeah. Wait, I want to make sure. Uh, 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 I think you answered it. It was just yeah, about, like, okay. language and how you yeah. used language. Yeah. 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 But I did answer it. Yeah, you did. You so did. Um, <laughs> There's something funny about coming full circle, too. Yeah. Like, back to the... Yeah. 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 Totally. Um... Yes. So that's where I'm at right now. This is my favorite part of the production thing. Like with any body of work, it's usually like, you know, getting the forms up mm -hmm. or getting like the, the, the main structure, whether it's a drawing or a sculpture. And then 
the little details like what's gonna what's gonna go here and then when everything's almost done is when I get to write the stories and like put the texty parts in mm -hmm. and oh it's just glorious pot of tea on <laughs> radio and like two days straight like the, I um it's okay I don't know these um the writing part for for bodies of work like this I think there's like around 20 sculptures um like two days straight and I'll, I'll probably not sleep and drink really terrible uh instant nabob espresso yeah which is at the store the general store and it's it's terrible it's got like foam and i don't know how they achieve that but i still buy it all the time because it's got anyway. um yeah so just like one big marathon session and it's just on the cusp. It's very exciting. Right. So you're cr you're creating these sculptures for the show, and then you're going to be having the text to tell the story. It's like walking through a story, yeah, kind like of. for totally, yeah. So it'll just uh, so you're walking the sculptures here, and like there might be a few per piece too. Like it's not going to be like a, a painting or a sculpture, and then like this is the sign for this painting. Yeah. Like it's going right. to kind of it's it's going to just look like. A really weird little clearing in the, in the woods mm. um but yeah it was like with uh qualifying stories right beside me or near near because we want to uh what's the word foreshadow foreshadow i think i picked it up sweet so when we were looking through at your work we were seeing a lot of those like paintings and we were kind of wondering do you consider them paintings and when oh. we were looking at them like we were noticing we've thought yeah. from first view that it was a lot of layering and yeah, you know, yeah what yeah, your process is with those yeah um well i think with something as inherently simple as dark text on a white background mm -hmm. um you know whether it, that could be like it could be an incredible writer that's using that um but like you can tell that or you know to do that really quickly uh i do consider them paintings because mm -hmm. uh i'm you know with with the wrong move a a letter behaves completely differently which can change the way a word is behaving oh here's a here's what i would like to say also about the text with painting uh is that i would never consider myself a writer or a poet or anything and when i type things and read them they look insane but as a painting with a painting you can kind of stretch words out or like condense them so right. that all of a sudden you know maybe there's three o's that are all together and then that makes these letters which are also just like clusters of shapes look really cool yeah um so that there's you know these text paintings like they exist with the with the words that they're saying in the story but there's also the relationship that these little objects that our letters um have with each other as well yeah which is essentially yeah just kind of like composing them as though the letters are just little abstract shapes and then that really informs the writing as well like most of them are I just kind of do as I go, mm -hmm. um, but then, 
Yeah, like, man, I really gotta say hippopotamus, but only three letters will go here. Hippopotamus, but not in Times New Roman. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. It's just not the same. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> That's good. It's close to a hippopotamus with three letters. Pig. Rat. Anyway, so that's another, another way, <laughs> another element of the text that I did. I forgot to tell you this. I wanted to make sure. Yeah. Because if you, like me, <laughs> um, you know, this used to always be a thing when um, song singing comedians were huge in like the late 90s. It's like if you can't write comedy and you're not a very good songwriter why not try comedic songwriting uh so this is like if you're not a very good painter but you're also not a good poet why not try text painting uh, <laughs> there we go um okay well i this leads us kind of into our next question of the white background mm -hmm. has it always been white um and hmm, I was finding a way to bring back in layering by talking about yeah yeah because because um, when you see them I it's actually, like a white background with text on it but then it looks like there's a lot of moving parts behind it yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. definitely um well this is a good example because it's only half done mm -hmm. um but yeah uh these a lot of the time I will just start writing something and have no idea what it is. And like you can see here that these like, um, I tend to paint in different order. Like, like I would have painted this, 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 and then went down to like here, just, um, so there's some like I'll write and have have it all like laid out and like have spent like hours on it and then there's sometimes it's a really fun exercise especially if i'm feeling like i had a writer's block i don't know why this says her i'm gonna have to change that to girl <laughs> so uh well I've, i i'll explain it um i think so with actually you want to stand up i want to because this is for this thing we're going um, on a visual tour and the conversation that i'm having so usually there's like that Christmas tree is going to be here. Um, and that, that magic point that I, you know, you want to hit. Uh, so I had this just funny idea of an old, 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 old dog that was like very, very loved. Um, not a funny idea. But uh, I just started this out with nonsense and then something happened and I really like it. And um, well, so she was a good old dog and loyal. She could get cross at the little ones sometimes, but every year she'd let them build a little tree on her back after Christmas. And I like that because it doesn't make any sense, uh, but it, it invokes like uh, um, servitude or duty, the duty of an old dog. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but then, so the, the idea is like this dog is very loved and they, and they, uh, they respect the dog and she could get mad at the kids, but Every year, she'd still let them build a tree on her back after Christmas. What a dog. But what then, a... so we're going to see the tree 
And all the little ornaments on it are going to be from the kids, and they're all telling the dog how much they hate it because it's it's old and it costs a lot to have an old dog, and they just want a friggin' PlayStation or something. Um, so this isn't like yeah. So I like would write this. I'm probably going to change a few words, so those will just get like crossed over, and maybe I add something like here. So if I add something here, it could be balanced by having more words this way. So it's all just like, it's not just figuring out a poem, it's also figuring out um, like visual composition as well. Yeah. So they're all like, yeah. And I also like, if, if things don't like go where I want them or like if sell them and I keep them, I love just reusing things. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, there's, there's a few things in the show that I've had for uh, a couple of years that never really did the thing that I wanted them to do, and then all of a sudden the right little, um, the right little bop happened. Yeah, I do like the emotion stuff, but also not writing. Yeah, totally. It's a it's a, it's a good exercise just for for anything. Like, um, it's just an easy way to not to surprise your your thought process or or one I just like making a mark and then seeing what letter that looks like the most and then starting from that. It's like, yeah. Do you want to waddle over to the last question? Sure, we'll waddle, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's me. Um, okay, so the last question is the same as the first question. Yeah. After we've, you know, discussed all this and thought uh, about it. Talk about so, foreshadowing. Yep. <laughs> Yo, oh, look yes. at us. Uh, so, why Dawson, a.k.a. Cohesive Sackville? <laughs> um, okay, here's the real reason. Um, just in terms of being an artist here. And that's like, let alone every other part of it here that I love. Um, you know, well, I used to play, I played hockey till I was 13, and then from 13 to 30, I didn't give a shit about it. I hated people that liked it, you know, in Fredericton. People that watch hockey, crazy, they're terrible people. <laughs> they're terrible people. Um, but here, being back here for a year, and it's like, oh, a bunch of people can play hockey, and they're not jocks or aggressive idiots, they're quite lovely. Uh... So aside from that, even, artistically, only Dawson, because uh, I realized living in big cities that I did not have roots in, uh, because I'm from small town PEI, mm -hmm. um, that I didn't realize this at the time, only after I moved to Dawson and started making work for a community that is so interested in each other's work. And the longer you live here, you get to see other angles of people's work, like um, film fest. So, you know, you'll see Freddie who plays, or no, not Freddie, uh, Sardi who plays in like eight bands in town. Uh, and he also is in one of Ange Manici's movies as a wolf guy. Um, yeah. And you see, like, you just, or at uh, Cover Me Bad, which is a great event that, you know, a group of you uh, sign up, you choose two songs to cover. You can 
be musicians or not. Like, there's some great bands with terrible musicians, and it's very fun. And then you're assigned one, so all of a sudden you see um, somebody that you knew as a uh, encaustic painter. Uh, all of a sudden is uh, shrieking falsetto at me. Yeah. <laughs> what did you ask for? Yeah, so it's just like that. That part of it is like people are so creative here, but nobody's exclusive. Like I found in some other places I lived in, there's like I bend pine around eggs. Yeah. Like, do you do anything else? No, I've been doing this for years. <laughs> huh. Um. But people are just so generous with their with their creativity here too. Like, yeah. like I'm just starting to get into filmmaking, and like Nicole, um, and I don't know if you've ever met Johnny Klingkramer, um, but people that are like pretty pro at film editing and whatnot are just like, yeah, let's go to let's go to Bonton and hang out for like three hours, and I'll show you how to use all of this stuff. Really, like you know, mm-hmm. and and it just the favor gets returned like the next month. It's, yeah. So I, I really, I like making art here because I like making these things. I enjoy it. I spent two weeks barely sleeping and just giggling around this place. <laughs> um, and I like being able to present that work to an incredibly receptive audience um, that is going to take the time to look at it thoughtfully and critically. Um, and that is something that, like, can't be, be faked anywhere else. Like, I've had, you know, shows in, in Toronto and Vancouver, and a few friends would, would come by, but it, for the most part, it's, it felt kind of lonely, like, like, I'm making, I'm making this work, but aside from posting it on social media and the internet, like, there's, it's up, and now I don't know what. Whereas when you make art in Dawson, um, the whole town's talking about it, or at least people in your circle. Like, mm-hmm. even if you just post an update of a painting on Instagram and you see somebody bananas, it's like, man, your paintings come along pretty good, <laughs> you know. And it, and it's genuine, and it's, um, yeah, yeah, it's it's it's, it's uh, maybe that's it. Just like the genuineness of, of all of it. Like, people aren't making. Or like trying to one up each other in the scene, like mm-hmm. like in some other places maybe, and it's it, to me it feels genuinely supportive. Um, yeah, and we're also at a lucky time. Like a lot of the work was no, I shouldn't say that. I'm not going to talk it about kayak and sova. I think that's a conflict of interest. So I'm politely going to stop talking. <laughs> and well, that's um, it. Yeah, yeah. Good, I'm glad I remember that. I did. I wanted to make a, a really big point of saying uh, it's so much more fun to make art for an audience that is going to like take the time to look at it. Yeah. And and you know it could be the the art scene, like the art people that we all know. Um, but every once in a while, some of those miners go in there. The <laughs> galleries or some of those. You know, heavy equipment repair dudes, and it's just like, fuck, I am going to have an entire beer league hockey team <laughs> yes. at this yeah. art show, and I couldn't be more proud. And it's yeah. like, wow. 
bunch of rednecks at an art show. God, I love this town. Uh, <laughs> I feel like that song's Dawson up kind yeah. of. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's a little magic. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Um, yeah. And a bravery on, like, on that type of conservative person, I guess. Like, mm-hmm. I picture a lot of folks from DEI would be terrified to just to open a door and see something that is not predictable. Were you here for the To Talk to Others show? I don't think then so. There was a like a seven foot tall pink moose in in I've the seen gallery. The, I've seen the image of it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah. Yeah, which is like a really great, cool thing. Um, man, I am just. I'm not ending that sentence either. I've been up very long. I'm sorry. Don't. My train of thought is. Uh, <laughs> is going gone I think I might have went through my allotted words for the evening (laughs) well our last not real question but if there's any way that you want to plug yourself uh vocally yeah like for the radio oh sure is this going on CFYT Mm -hmm. oh really by Thursday no probably not we can try though Okay. We can, we yeah. can do. We well, can. either way, uh, up until the middle of April, Neck of the Wood uh, by Benny Allen, with assistance from Jared Clock, is at the Odd Gallery. Uh, Social media? Uh, Instagram is It's Benny Allen. Facebook is Benny Allen. And I don't even know if people still use Facebook. And the other ones. The uh, and oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's true. And that's it. It's Benny Allen.com. Perfect. Thank I'm Sabo. And I'm Paige. And that was Benny Allen. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you.